This is Abide With Me, a daily devotional help. I'm Tim Conrad, a pastor with the Wesleyan Church of Canada, and I want to help you to abide in or to be in Jesus by getting into his word together every day. Today, we will be reading from Acts chapter 13, verses 1 through 12, and I'll be reading from the English Standard Version. If you can, I highly recommend that you find a quiet place where you won't be distracted for the next 10 minutes or so, and have the Bible open in front of you to follow along as you hear the word of the Lord. Pause this now if you need to get yourself situated, and then press play again when you're ready, and we'll get started. Um, you want to pray with me? Look. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Thank you for this day. I pray, Lord, that we would, as we come to you, humbly receive what you have for us, that we would trust in you to provide for us everything we need. We ask that you would help us to grow in faith. Uh, And Jesus is our Savior. You is our provider, and the Spirit is sanctifying us, making us holy. May we, as we take in your word, grow in the kind of love that comes straight from you, that demonstrates your goodness, that points towards you, that builds up, that empowers, and is full of hope. I pray this in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Should we read from the Bible now? So let's hear together now from the word of the Lord in Acts chapter 13, verses 1 through 12. Now there were in the church at Antioch prophets and teachers, Barnabas Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manain, a lifelong friend of Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul, for the work to which I have called them. Then, after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia, and from there they sailed to Cyprus. When they arrived at Salamis, they proclaimed the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews, and they had John to assist them. When they had gone through the whole island as far as Paphos, They came upon a certain magician, a Jewish false prophet named Bar-Jesus. He was with the proconsul Sergius Paulus, a man of intelligence, who summoned Barnabas and Saul and sought to hear the word of God. But Elimas the magician, for that is the meaning of his name, opposed them, seeking to turn the proconsul away from the faith. But Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him, and said, You son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, full of all deceit and villainy, will you not stop making crooked the straight paths of the Lord? And now, behold, the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you will be blind and unable to see the sun for a time. Immediately mist and darkness fell upon him, and he went about seeking people to lead him by the hand. Then the proconsul believed, when he saw what had occurred. For he was astonished at the teaching of the Lord. So let's take a moment now to pause and reflect. 
prayerfully asking the Holy Spirit to guide and direct us as we consider this scripture for us today. After we finish that, I'll offer a few thoughts and then I'll say I'll pray for you and I before we finish by hearing the word together once more. There were in the church at Antioch prophets and teachers. Hearing that word prophet used so definitively about someone in church is both exciting and a bit scary. Because prophets speak to truth. They, they speak on behalf of God. They have a message, usually. Sometimes it's one of warning. Sometimes it's one of prediction. But it's an important function that we see in the New Testament church as we read passages like this. And it's one, I think, any church today should hope that they have people in their church who can teach. That's, that's true and good. Most churches are pretty good at making sure they have someone who can teach well the faith that has been passed down. But prophets are a whole other thing. Would we want to invite someone who call us to account based on God's word, based on what God is speaking to them? I don't know if we are as ready for that on any given day, but that's what the New Testament church had. Would like to see that in our churches, wouldn't you? And here the Holy Spirit is directing, directing, directing constantly. The Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. The Holy Spirit said. This isn't just a feeling, it's a it's a speaking, it's a directing. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia. And then we come to verse 9. But Saul, who was called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him and said, You son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, full of all deceit and villainy, will you not stop making crooked the straight paths of the Lord? This is even prophetic in itself. What does a prophet do? They want people to walk straight on the path of God. And they speak to those who make it crooked or turn people around, turn people away. And now behold, the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you will be blind and unable to see the sun for a time. And how do we test the prophet? In the Old Testament, we're told we test the prophet 
by the veracity of the words they speak. Paul said, you will not see the sun for a time, and it happened. The Spirit of God is evident in these passages. Many have said that you can call this particular book of the Bible the Acts of the Apostles, or you could call it the Acts of the Holy Spirit. The Apostles certainly did lots of things, but they did it at the behest and the direction of the Spirit of God, who had been sent to them. They had to wait for it. And after Jesus ascended, the Spirit proceeded to the people of God, fell upon them in tongues of fire. So let's pray today that we might be able to well hear and follow the lead of the Holy Spirit in our church life together today. Holy Father in heaven, thank you that you have sent your Son, that he came and walked upon this earth, lived and died and rose, and brought us true life. That after having ascended, you and the Son sent the Spirit that we might know truly your words and your will, that we might be empowered to serve each other in the world. I pray simply today that we would be listening and looking for the ministry of the Holy Spirit in our lives, that we'd be listening not just for teaching but for prophetic, that we would be loving and full of the Spirit. This I pray in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So let's hear once again from the word of the Lord in Acts chapter 13, verses 1 through 12. Now there were in the church at Antioch prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manain, a lifelong friend of Herod, the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul, for the work to which I have called them. Then, after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia, and from there they sailed to Cyprus. When they arrived at Salamis, they proclaimed the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews, and they had John to assist them. When they had gone through the whole island as far as Paphos, they came upon a certain magician, a Jewish false prophet named Bar-Jesus. He was with the proconsul Sergius Paulus, a man of intelligence, who summoned Barnabas and Saul and sought to hear the word of God. But Elimas the magician, for that is the meaning of his name, opposed them, seeking to turn the proconsul away from the faith. But Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him and said, You son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, full of all deceit and villainy, will you not stop making crooked the straight paths of the Lord? And now, behold, the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you will be blind and unable to see the sun for a time. Immediately mist and darkness fell upon him, and he went about seeking people to lead him by the hand. Then the proconsul believed when he saw what had occurred. For he was astonished at the teaching of the Lord. 